Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Divorce the First Six Months with Peter Maestri. I'm going to be your host. Today, we have the privilege of being with Kelly Chang Rickard. She is a divorce lawyer and a mediator, and she has her law offices, which are Law and Mediation Offices of Kelly Chang, a professional law corporation. You can find her at PurposeDrivenLawyers.com. And if not, if that is not the best website, I don't know what is. Kelly, thank you so much for being a yes to this conversation and for joining us. Absolutely. Um, I want to get started with educating people. What does an attorney do inside of um, a divorce? So a divorce attorney is um, basically charged with the task of um, separating people legally. So what that involves is basically custody, um, figuring out a support amount, if there's a support amount to be paid, and then dividing your property. And for you personally, so that we get to know you a little better, what is it that had you choose this career path? So at the beginning, when I opened my own law firm, this was all the clients I got. So I decided to specialize in it. But yeah, I, you know, it was just, I guess I was good at it. So that's, <laughs> I didn't really pick it. It picked me. Oh, that's beautiful. That's actually amazing because, you know, kind of with the divorce, you want an attorney that, that feels that way where you embrace what was happening as opposed to saying, all right, I'm going to go over here because this is where the money is or whatever. So thank oh, you for doing well, there's that. there's very much money in family law. So <laughs> it's definitely not for the money. So what are some of the things that people can expect? Like if somebody doesn't know anything and they're coming to a lawyer for the first time or looking for a lawyer, what are some of the things that they should expect? Um, well, I think the first thing they need to understand is divorce attorneys are not therapists. So, you know, if you're spanking angry, um, I think the worst thing you can do is call a divorce attorney when you're mad. Um, most of divorce attorneys are not trained mental health professionals. So what you're going to get is you're either going to get like a pit bull who wants your money and will quote you something insane. Um, and, you know, let's kill your spouse. Let's do everything we can. Take him to the cleaners. Like you're going to get either that or you're going to get somebody that you're going to push away like I don't know. A good example is, you know, whenever I tell somebody that they're a divorce attorney, they feel compelled to tell me all their life stories and how bad their husbands are, or how bad their wives are. I don't really, you know, having done this 20 years, I don't like telling people what I do because I really don't want to be exposed to all the vitriol. You know, I, I think I have a compassionate heart, but I think after 20 years, when people just constantly throw their marital problems at you and their vitriol and their hatred of men or women, um, it's, it's disconcerting. And I personally don't like it. I'm tired of it. I'm 20, you know, 20 years in, it's probably not what you want to hear from a divorce attorney, but I think my job and my purpose out there is to make sure that people know what our jobs are and what a divorce attorney can and cannot do. So, you know, I try to be as real as possible. Um, divorce is not about destruction. You don't hire an attorney to try to get the other side. No, you're supposed to hire an attorney to help you move on, to uncouple. That's the purpose of us. A lot of these attorneys that you hire to fight the other side, they will drop you when you can't pay them anymore because nobody wants to take dirty laundry for free. It's the truth. 
So they may might come across like, you know, sympathetic, but they're acting. And as soon as your retainer runs out and you don't pay them, they're going to drop you because they have other t- clients to feed, you know? So. And when that happens, what does that look like for the person? So when they get dropped, wherever they're at, when the, the, in the proceedings, it, that's where it stops. Yeah, it looks really bad. So like a lot of times um, I'll see attorneys out there that because they know a domestic violence kickout order can kick you out, they'll do that and they'll spend 25,000 kicking the other side out. And then that's it. You're done. You don't have any more money. They'll just fire you. And now you're in a worse place because you kicked your spouse out. They're not going to come to the table to negotiate. They want revenge. So it's this vicious cycle that goes on and on and on and have nothing to do with the issues of a divorce, you know? So And I don't think that divorce attorneys should be in the business of destroying people's lives. I mean, at the end of the day, even though they're angry, what they want is somebody to take them by the hand and move on, just move on. And a lot of them are saying, you know, I just want what's fair. I just want what's under the law. That's what they want. You know, in their hearts are, might be screaming. I want revenge. I want sole custody. I want to deprive him of everything because he cheated on me, but they're, they're not thinking clearly. And so I just, you know, from over 20 years of doing this, I think you have to think of it as a restructuring of a family instead of destruction. And a lot of attorneys, when they start becoming divorce attorneys, they view it as destruction. Let's get the other side. Let's pummel them. And that's not how I view it. Divorce is a restructure. We're taking a broken family and we're trying to put everything back together in new parts, but helping people move on. A divorce should not destroy you. So let me ask you a question and asking you the human being, not you, the, the, the attorney, what are some of the things that you do inside of those meetings so that you can get to that point? And what are some of the things that you can advise for somebody walking into a meeting with you to be like, Hey, you know, put that in check. Let's just go through the facts, come prepared, bring this to the table. So I think the biggest thing that I offer is that my website. So if you read my website before you come view me, you'll kind of know what I stand for. So if you're looking for somebody that has fangs and blood dripping, you're not going to come to me. So, but if you want, you know, I also, there's a fine line between being like a nice guy and being reasonable, you know? So I, I'm very, um, I'm very careful not to cross that line because I think in the attorney world, it's kind of bad to be viewed as a nice guy. And that's not what I am. Like, I'm definitely not a nice person, but I am a reasonable person. And I am very, very dedicated to helping people move on. Because I don't think being in the cycle of hatred is going to help anybody or this world. So um, I think, you know, that's my direction and all my writings and all my TikToks and all my social media, it promotes that. So it's, you know, you're, I, I'm very against pit bull attorneys or people that call themselves pit bulls because basically that's, you're just calling yourself an asshole. A pit bull attorney is basically somebody that's an asshole, somebody that doesn't deal with reason or rhyme or law. They just want to be jerks. So I'm not a pit bull. Um, however, I'm not like a nice guy. I mean, I'm, I love going to court because I only go to court if somebody is not being reasonable. And so I only go to court when I know I'm going to win. So I very, I lose very rarely in court because I'm very reasonable. So if I'm being unreasonable, I wouldn't go to court because I would lose. Right. But if I know I can get more, that's when let's go, we're going to court. But usually, you know, I can settle because I I've done this for so long that I know what a reasonable position is. 
And when I guide clients, I give them the high and the low. So, you know, there's, it's going to be somewhere in the middle, best case, worst case scenario. Then we talk about that and usually you can settle somewhere in the middle. So, you know, I think the game would be just to figure out as, you know, if you're representing the payor, you want to try to get it down to as reasonable as possible. If you're representing the, the recipient, you want to try to get it up. So taking it from, from that point, what are some of the costs that, like what's the low and the, the high and what dictates the cost of, of a divorce? The divorce attorney is usually charged by the hour and um, my hourly rate is 500, which is actually pretty cheap on the scale. Um, in LA, the attorneys run anywhere from 350 an hour to like $2,000 an hour, depending where. So, you know, they really bill and the retainer that you pay at the outset is a deposit on services. So like, for example, if my retainer is 15,000, it's my 500 hours billed against it. So if you're you know, 15,000 is only 30 hours of my time. So if your divorce case goes on and on, you have to keep replenishing. So I would say the average divorce probably in LA um, it, with very, maybe one issue, um, maybe 15 to 20,000. Um, if it's a full blow with custody evals, forensics and uh, vocational evaluators, you could run in the millions. So the longest divorce case I've had lasted like 13 years and they both probably both paid a combined of 4 million. Wow. 13 years. What, what kind of behavior from the, the client constitutes that long of a time? Like that's a long time to go through a divorce. Well, this particular divorce had um, infidelity. And so one side was accusing the other side of giving, of transmitting like a sexually transmitted disease. So that one went to civil court because they sued them in civil court. So we had to wait for the trial of that to resolve before we could settle the family law case. And it was really sad because at the outset, the kids were only like five and three, maybe. And at the end of the divorce case, they were uh, like 19 and 16. So it was, they were grown. Yeah. And so they never really knew mom and dad. They just knew mom and dad were fighting each other. You know, and those kids have grow up with very deep-rooted issues. Um, it's really sad, so. This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference. <laughs>